water. Nobody knows whose water that is, Mom. Keep all water off the table just in case. It's like a random sip. It's just like one little sip. Here, you want this cup of weird water over here? I'm good. No, I'm. Ashley, drink that water. If my mom offers you a cup of weird water, you drink it. Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ash. And on this particular podcast, Nick and I are in the Jersey Shore. On the shore? In the shore? We're on the shore. We're on the shore. We're talking to Nick's mom, Donna, the triumphant return of Donna. She's got things to say about the real Housewives of New York reunion. Yeah, but Donna is back. My mom is back. And she took notes, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Get your games up. My mom took notes on the three-part reunion. We talk all about that. We talk about Jersey Shore. Sure. We talk about uh, reality podcasts that are hosted by reality TV show stars. And we learn that she doesn't like very Cavallari. Hey, yeah, and we find out why. Just that they're too young and unrelatable? Yeah, possibly, but she also likes Jersey Shore, so she may be... So maybe we don't find out why. Yeah, who knows? But you'll hear all <laughs> about that. You'll hear all about that. Now, Ashley. Yes. How do you feel being I, in New Jersey? I, I feel good. I'm a little stressed because this is the... Um, the end of the first week of September. So I'm stressed because I feel like things are going back to real life now. You know, August is sort of that buffer month between the summer and the fall. Nothing real happens in August. August feels sort of like a fake month. But now we're back in September. We are back to the grind of it all. Yeah, but I like that. You like the grind. Mm-hmm. I don't like the summer. I don't like the end of the summer very much. Mm. It gets too muggy and too weird. Mm. I'm born in November. I'm a fall baby. Yeah. I like fall. I like autumn. My favorite holiday is Halloween. Um, I do like October. I like late September, all of October, all of November. Then it starts getting weird and creepy to me. And then we're back in in mid-January. So I think January, February, March, April, and May can go away forever. Um, I love I, July. If it could just be July all the time. Why? Because your birthday? Yeah, I just want to have my birthday <laughs> all the time. We we haven't seen uh, Nick's mom and his grandmother since my birthday. So like on the first night out, they uh, took me to dinner for my birthday. And I got to tell you, it's great reliving your birthday a month later. <laughs> Almost two months. Yeah, it felt wonderful. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I, I, like, I like piggybacking on that dinner. Yeah, it was fantastic. Fantastic. So we're in that. We're we've been watching all of our shows. We're up to date with Are You the One? We actually had a very interesting thing happen to us with Are You the One, which is that Nick and I pretty much consistently always and forever watch Are You the One the next day, just because one of us has a show on Wednesday night or some sort of comedy thing is happening. So we found ourselves earlier this week uh, on a Wednesday home. Neither of us had a show. Neither of us had an obligation. And we thought, what the heck? Let's watch Are You the One real time. We watched it live, folks. 
I loved watching it live because people were tweeting about it live. So I feel like I got to take part in that conversation. Um, I did not like commercials. I forgot about that aspect. We, we watch commercials anyway because we watch it on Roku. They do not let you fast forward. We just have to see those two commercials over and over again. They're short commercials because they're internet commercials. This was real commercials. I don't know. I, I, just I, agree with me I so can't. we don't have to have this thing I where you're disagreeing with me. I can't go along with you on this. I'm, but I'm right. That is my experience. Experience. When we're watching it real time, it's a different commercial and than I'm when we're right. watching it. I'm right too. That's my experience. The thing I... you picked, the things you picked to disagree with me about are frustrating. Why? Because that's the hill you want to you want to die on. Are you threatening me right now? I am. <laughs> you better agree with me, or I'm going to stab you in the stomach. Now I have another question for you. What's um, up? Is Twitter? What's happening on Twitter right now? Is that have something to do with what we're doing? It actually does because okay. I was on Peter Romeo's um, his. Twitter account. You who, might remember him. I, I, I want to say it's not Romeo because surely this guy's name cannot be Peter Romeo. Could I want to say Ro Romeo. Could be Romeo. Um, he is, you might remember him as the worst person that's ever been on the real world. He was on um, Bad Blood. He must have been a person that was connected to a person on the real world. He wasn't cast. He came into the house um, through the first See for the, the first couple of episodes. Remember, he hooked up with Jen, who was the ex of uh, the Ferrari guy. Man, I don't remember that guy at all. You don't remember that guy, and the two girls fought over him. Remember? No. Okay, do you remember the two sisters? And one of them talk like this. Yes, I do. Serious vocal yes, fry. I do. She hooked up with this guy. They were told this was going to be the road rules yeah, reboot. I remember that. She hooked up with him. He got in the house, and then he got into that crazy toxic relationship with Jen um, Bloodsworth. I don't know. That's not her name. Um, let's see what her freaking name is. Um, oh, I remember. That you guy remember. looks different. That's just a headshot. That's just that a headshot. That guy just looks different than that. He looks much better in his headshot than he does in uh, normal life. It's interesting. So that's the guy, and he was kind of being like a real uh, hunk of garbage. He was emotionally abusive, controlling, manipulating. He would yeah. argue with her about things like commercials and try and control her in that way. I don't understand why you're bringing up the commercials thing anymore. I guess we had moved on from it, but I'm sore over it. Yeah. Okay. So since you haven't moved on about it, let's talk about it a little bit more. I find that the Roku commercials feel much longer because you have to watch the same two commercials or three commercials every eight minutes, like 12 times. So it's, they become like almost earwormy where you're like humming along with them and you know exactly what the commercial is. And also you just want to throw your remote at the TV when the same commercial for Subway comes on or that commercial where the, the, it's like a, a, um, a Broadway show about somebody who wants to wash their face it's like a clairol commercial or now something. i feel that since we've seen these before we know how long they're going to be it's easy to put them on mute and go through it because we've already we've already lived that space of time when you're watching it in the real time you don't know what you're getting so a part of you has to pay more attention and you can't tune out like you usually can with the roku commercials aren't you more excited by something that you don't know what you're getting like aren't no, you it's like, I'm oh never, this is new what's this i'm never excited by a commercial you never know maybe it'll be a commercial for something that you really like that's not possible it is possible remember not that possible. one time we were watching the challenge we found out that are you the ones coming back there's one commercial that i liked which was like the hey you look at me i'm on tv that yeah, commercial that was great that was that a was great, great commercial and i do miss it yeah 
Anyway, so I'm on Peter Romeo's uh, Twitter, and he just retweeted this thing that I found interesting. By the way, guys, Uber. email us if we should hang it up at this point. <laughs> We're arguing about commercials. Ashley's on Peter Romeo's Twitter for some reason. You know, someone just pointed out to me recently that you disagree with me about a lot of uh, insignificant stuff right at the top oh, of the show. The, who is that? Yeah, just some people. Who? I'm not going to name them. If I find them. out it's your mom, I am I'm going to be very disappointed. No. Very disappointed. How dare you bring her into this? Well, my mom's on this show yeah she is on the show she's not being accused of something like that so peter romeo he tweeted uh re retweeted something from uber facts which is a twitter account which says frankenbiting is when reality show producers edit a cast member's spoken words together to create new totally false sentences which I didn't know could be done, but apparently it's a thing. It's like Frankenstein and then Frankenfood. Yeah, Frankenbiting is what yeah, it's called. Like a sound bite. It's a yeah. Frankenstein sound bite. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy you brought that up, Ash, because yeah. I. <laughs> Uh, coming up next is Peter Romeo. He's going to talk more about this. And Should we redo this opening? No, I think this is fantastic. I okay? don't know. Listen, this show is jam-packed with reality TV talk. So okay. our, if our fans are upset with the way that we're speaking right now, then they're just going to have to shove it up the reality TV butts because uh, this is a quality show. Okay. Uh, and you know what? We should maybe just stop talking right now and get, <laughs> get to the quality. Unless you have another uh, Frankenbite for me. Um, I just got to say, go out there and live your lives, folks. Listen to the podcast. Give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Oh. Oh, yeah, do that. But also, we never really talked about what exactly happened with the Are You the One? So we watched Are You the One on right live. Oh, and yeah. then last night, it was rainy in New, in New Jersey. We couldn't go out. We couldn't go out. We just finished a game of Canasta. And so we're like, oh, my God, you want to watch Are You the One? And it's like, yeah. So we went on the DVR, and we went, we watched, we put on Are You the One. About four minutes in, we realized <laughs> we had already watched it. But we couldn't figure out how, because we were like, we, we haven't been home and, around, you know, the Roku. And we realized that we did watch it live, and then it was a weird situation to watch it live. It did shock us. It also made us question our lives. We were like, we're watching too much <laughs> television. We forgot two days later that we had already seen this episode of Are You the One? Yeah. I mean, and yeah, sure, maybe, you know, we're living a carefree lifestyle and who cares? But for us, it was shocking. We had to take it a hurt. look at each other. We had to take a look at ourselves. We decided to start reality rehab. And that's coming up next, guys. <laughs> reality rehab. Uh, but listen, it... it I've decided I'm going to push on with reality TV. Ashley. You decide you're going to push on. Yeah, you never even questioned no, it. I'm going to push on. How dare you even put it forth like it was something you were ruminating on? Ashley, who is, um, you know, a partner with me in this, she is uh, forced to push on. She has to push on with reality Guys, TV. Guys, it's taxing. I will tell you that after I've watched about four or five hours of reality television in a week, Nick is standing in the corner looking at me saying, you're not watching enough reality television. Yeah, got to pick it up. Um, but you know who might be done with reality TV? Your our, mom. Our guest on today's show, <laughs> my mom. And she's going to talk about it a little bit. But let's just say that's three-part reunion for um, the Real Housewives of New York. It was, it was taxing on everybody. And uh, we're going to get into it, guys. So enjoy the show. We're back with our very special guest, Donna Morigello, my mother. Hello. The return of Donna. <laughs> Now, you know, Mom, I think I shared this with you, but, you know, people were clamoring for you to come back on this podcast. Yes, and that's why I'm here. 
you know, my mom took notes and uh, on the thing, the subject we were going to talk about today. And um, which and is the Housewives of Reunion, which we is can just say. which is Real Housewives of New York, the reunion. We're, we're just going to speak generally about it. Um, but uh, you took so many notes and I'm looking at your detailed notes. I mean, you have graphs and charts <laughs> and arrows. <laughs> well, I was listening to your podcast. I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. And somebody made reference to taking notes while they were watching reality TV if they had to talk about it. That's yeah. me. So I felt like I should take some notes. That's great. Especially it. since it was three parts. Yeah. True or false. It makes it more fun when you're taking notes. You can you're answer, like, answer honestly. It makes me listen to what they're saying and sort of analyze everything. Yeah. Because you you're not just turning it on and walking away and cleaning yeah. your room. You're like, wait a minute. And I'm like, why Why am I having a bad reaction to that statement? And then you get all deep and philosophical oh, yeah. about it. I can't wait to jump into that. <laughs> uh, before we get into the meat of what we're speaking about, uh, we were talking last uh, night off pod about how you listen to a lot of podcasts, but you do listen to, you've heard a lot of like reality TV personality adjacent podcasts, right? Yeah, I guess because I listened to your podcast and maybe another one that had to do with reality TV, I'm getting all these suggestions from iTunes, yeah. so I try all of them. Which ones have you listened to? Uh, let's see, what was it? The Morning Toast? I don't want to, should I advertise? No, you can people? advertise the Morning Toast people. with, uh, she goes, her name is um, Girl With No Job on right. Instagram. Yeah. And she just recaps a lot of shows and talks. She watches right. everything. She watches right? everything mm-hmm. and talks really fast and uh, like an hour and 15 minutes yeah. of total uh, review of reality TV. And then there were a bunch of others. And but, honestly, five minutes and I was out. Yeah. But you do really like the Snooki uh, <gasps> show. I love it. Yeah. So what I is the do. name of that show? It's called It's Happening. It's Happening. With Joey and Snooki. And Joey's her f- childhood friend? No, her makeup artist. Her makeup artist. And he's um very flamboyant, large gay man, very handsome. I guess they would call him a bear. Uh, but with the <laughs> You know, most, I think I might be considered a the bear. The most feminine voice you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> and he's really funny. And yeah. I just love their interaction. And he's drunk. You hear him progressively <laughs> get drunk yeah. throughout the podcast where he's totally slurring his words at the end <laughs> i love a podcast you can drink with yeah yeah and maybe we should say that i'm really hungover right now so if i sound <laughs> nasally that's why ashley and my mom were drinking wine and wine coolers last yeah night. we went through a couple bottles um so okay we uh you're, you're listening to podcasts you're watching we you had did, a clam bake we did have a clam bake yesterday <laughs> and that we played, involved and we played wine. canasta we played, we played canasta. canasta classic jersey donna Shore and stuff. i won actually we, we won yeah but we me and my grandmother not total points we baby. did win you won a hand you didn't win total points i don't know how to play canasta <laughs> i'll tell you that right now so Ashley okay. was really good at it. Ashley was good at it. She was counting. She had a lot of questions to ask. I love cards. Um, so we then also you were talking about how you don't like certain reality show podcasts where you were saying uh, you didn't like the Brandy Glanville podcast. Yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that is reality. She interviews yeah. reality stars. But she is re- a reality star herself. Well, what I didn't like about it was because when I watched her on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. Um, she was really, um, said how she felt kind of irreverent, kind of nasty, but fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't want to be her friend. She brought flavor. But now she's all sweet and nice and polite. You I don't think. buy it. 
Yeah. Well, she was a Ashley on the podcast. She's telling nice. you because you didn't watch Beverly Hills. Yeah. Real Housewives. Brandy was like the shit starter. She Great. came in. She was kind of younger than everybody else. She's people, pushing buttons. People were a little jealous of her at the beginning, and then she just started uh, like taking shots at people and just speaking her mind. These Beverly Hills women are very sort of uptight. Politically mm. correct. Or yeah. they used to be, at least, before mm. Brandy came in. Mm. Brandy's just started cursing at them and stuff on television, and they just were taken aback by this and wow. kind of stirred the pot. And it was fun for about two seasons. Then they kicked her off the show. Then she came back half on the show, and it wasn't as exciting. And, and now, now she has a podcast. She's got a podcast. She's, like, Hi. she's very polite, and I wonder why. Maybe she's afraid that um, stars won't do her show yeah, if maybe. she's nasty to them. And, Damage control. Yeah, yeah, or she maybe she was putting on a whole big show to get her, uh, you know, on Beverly Hills. I do maybe it. She, yeah, maybe she wasn't, you know, that type of person, and now she she has she gets to go back to being nice. But yes, it is disappointing when you listen to some of these um, podcasts and they aren't the way that they are on the show. It's yeah, I, I've been very disappointed in a lot of the what, podcast what about stassi schroeder's podcast i don't like that one either what is she doing I feel like on she that? has nothing to say really yeah um i just wish people would kind of think out of the box maybe push a little bit more buttons maybe not be so pc on these podcasts you want you want a I podcast. when they scream at you yeah. and try and like wake you up and things like that <laughs> like an old radio like um, a schlock jock. Yeah. But you want a podcast that resembles what the type of entertainment you get out of a reality TV show. Yeah. And basically, I like podcasts for, like I was telling you, I used to watch TV before I fell asleep and it was sort of interrupted my sleep mm-hmm. patterns. So now I just pop on a podcast and it's kind of like somebody's just talking to you yeah. and then you fall asleep and your iPhone shuts off and... You get a good night's sleep. Yeah, That's it what is. I use. I, I, that sounds great. I do as, do it as well. So we were also talking uh, about um, a- uh, Ashley's a big fan. Her favorite reality show is what right now? Um, very Cavalier, is yeah, it not? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. What were it you about to say? very Cavalier. I was about to say The Challenge, but that's just because it's like my go-to knee-jerk reaction. But my new favorite show right now is Very Cavalier. Be honest. We're not talking about Very Cavalier on this show very yeah. much at all, and yet you continue to watch that's it. That's right. It's because you really like it. I do like it, yeah. Um, and Mom, you were talking about Very Cavalier, or we asked you about it, and you said that uh, you had some comments about it. Well, first I said I didn't relate to it, maybe because she was so much younger than me, and then my second thought was, well, then why do I like the Jersey Shore so much? So, like you do with reality TV, I thought about it last <laughs> four seconds, and I think it's because, first of all, I don't never even knew who she was, right. whatever she was on before. I never watched, yeah. And I don't understand the business that she has, right? Yeah. And I don't understand the business ethics in their little company that they own. Yeah. Like I would fire all of them, yeah. Right. Like I come from a world where you actually work when you go to work, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, so anyway, I guess I was getting annoyed. At the whole Do you time. really think that the people in the business of a, what is it, Handsome Jack? Oh my God! What's his name? Uncommon James. Uncommon James is the name <laughs> of the company that they have. Those people that she employed, do you think yeah. that they really do the job that they say that they do? A hundred percent. Not maybe not now that they've become reality um, characters. It seems but like the, the company just started, though. No, they've been doing the online sales way before they opened the storefront. 
So this it's season, like you didn't even watch the pilot episode I, with I, me. I don't I don't remember it at all. You know what? Another thing, Donna, is that you the Jersey Shore, like you you watched them when they were on television like 12 years ago. Right. And you also live on the Jersey Shore. Right. You know, like that of was course, an interest to me. You're yeah. Right. You'd be I knew into the places. These are your people. I had been to all the places they went to. And yeah. Chris like and Cavallari is just like a blonde girl from California. California. Yeah. yeah. Married to an ex NFL player. And yeah, it's just not a not a great hook for, for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Jersey Shore, he caught up on this current season. Yes, I am. Who who side <laughs> are you on, Ronnie or Jen? I can't say I'm I'm on the baby side. Is yeah. that no, that's, that's the, the right answer? That was the right answer. That's the right answer. They're both kind of. I'm not judging. I mean, I've had my problems in the past with uh, anger issues and stuff like that, but. Uh, they're both kind of creepy right now. Yeah, and they need are to get creepy. their shit together. Yeah, it's weird. It's uh, um, me and Ashley just watched the most recent episode last night, and I noticed. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Something that was so exciting and fun about the original series is they would just be like walking around outside and like interacting with people, and you can, you know, sometimes they would get in fights with people. Sometimes they would hook up with random people. Paulie D got a stalker that would just walk around them all the time. Um, if you've noticed in this, the uh, Family Vacation series, part one and so far in part two, they're never out. You never see them out in public ever. They're in separate shooting areas, either in their home or in like a club atmosphere, or they're in the car. You mm-hmm. never see them walking around outside. Um, yeah. And I think it's they are too famous, too famous to yeah. be uh, as open as they used to be. And it makes the show feel very claustrophobic, especially the, yeah. the, the current episodes, like the four episodes we've watched in Vegas so yeah. far. They're sitting around a table. They're sitting around a yeah. table yeah. or they're in like a room. They're and it's in a just booth like, in a bar. Yeah. And they're staring at each other. And it's just like we've already seen 15 scenes they where did. Mike is ordering too much food. Like they're overdoing yeah. it. And then now they have this thing where it's just like Ronnie crying in a bathroom or yeah. Ronnie in a hallway on the phone. It's depressing, kind it of. Is. They did the pool party. Remember that? They did that, but that felt really weird and it felt very controlled because yeah. there's like 40 people at the pool party. And that's where Ron got in the fight with the bathroom with the guy. Remember that? Oh, yeah, couple yeah, of, yeah. A couple episodes ago. So that's the only thing, only thing I can think of when they were outside, but that was clearly so controlled and security was involved to such a degree. It's, um, it's actually resembling, I guess, a lesser than Real Housewives season. You don't see them walking on the street interacting with people. They but are is that like, because you don't interact with people? Like, is that because you don't walk on the street if you live I don't in think they ever interact? But you LA did see them walking on Las the boardwalk. Vegas. Yeah, they would be walking on the boardwalk and just like eating, a, yeah. you know, in a place on by Jenks eating pizza. Well, maybe that was some restrictions the towns gave them, like stay yeah. indoors. We yeah. don't want crowds. Yeah, that's true. That's why Seaside didn't want them back. So, but they're going to come back to the shore at some point in this season, right? I, I heard they're in taping in marlboro new jersey which isn't by the shore oh, that's uh that's i think where that's where mike, mike grew from. up yeah because i know that they were uh you know we had some um uh very close affiliates to the show uh your daughter my sister right. um who works at a, an establishment in which they had set up a shoot which was um very close to where we're sitting right now and they canceled it because of some sort of production uh family emergency a, right but that means they did but this they is the jersey did shore did ask for a private room right and everybody was supposed to be hush hush about it yeah and um of course she told us but um thank god she told us can you imagine if they had that had happened and she <laughs> no, hadn't they didn't told show us up. <laughs> i would we would be so but upset. i went anyway because i thought she said they're not coming just so i wouldn't show up wow <laughs> <I showed> up <laughs> anyway 
Wow, that's dedication. <laughs> oh, my God. And what did Gabby, uh, my sister, your daughter, say when you showed up? Even though I told her I was coming. <laughs> oh, okay. And she said, that's fine, oh, but okay. they're not going to be here. And I'm like, I know. I just want to see you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, but that's on the shore. They need to get back to the shore. They need to figure out how to be on the shore and, and bring it back. And I hope that they do. That's my one hope for the show. Do I don't you, know if they can. Uh, I just we'll don't see. know how it would work because it's like you're too, they're too big. The, the amount of security guards that they would require to walk around would take up the whole boardwalk. Maybe mm. now is a good time, like off season. Yeah. Part three. Yeah. They should be filming part three right yeah. now. Off season. That's a good idea. Are they still filming? No, they stopped filming. Um, so uh, let's talk about it. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Beverly Hills. New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Just to circle oh, sure. back. I know why they're not filming now because I listened to that it's happening. Yeah. So that's another way to get like the back info. Because yeah. Because she'll talk about things that she can talk about, especially after it aired and give you more information about the show and what was going on and how everybody was feeling. I like that. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. So if you're a huge Jersey Shore fan, you should probably be listening to yeah. what's happening. Oh. She won't talk. She won't talk about it before it airs. I guess MTV. Yeah, has of all course. Kinds of, yeah. But after the show airs, she'll say, "Oh my God, I was in the bathroom drinking a bottle of wine during that whole." Oh, so you know, interesting. That. So they do an episode each week, and should they'll comment on that week's episode of the if show? It's aired. That's interesting. You know what? You know what she does, and she did it for Jersey Shore the first. Uh, that was vodka, but now it's wine. She hides bottle of wine bottles of wine in the bathroom and chugs it before she that's the only way she can get through the whole month wow so that's why it looks like she gets drunk after one glass of wine because she's already like more than halfway there that is super sad actually i mean imagine having to do that to get through your job well she says she's depressed she misses her family she really doesn't want to be there but she feels like it's a good thing for her career and she does want to support her castmates so it's the only way she can get through oh interesting and then the first Jersey Shore run she used to keep vodka in the bathroom and it was because it was just such a horrible she talks about that how bad experience for her. the place was disgusting mm. and they were lonely and they missed their family and they weren't allowed to do anything and there was no TV and no phones and like she never knew how she was going to get through the next day Jeez, God. this is dark. Yeah, it I is don't know, dark. I don't know yeah. if I want to support the show. So she, if they're like trapped at the cast members having to like get blackout drunk to make it through the I day. Mean, they don't have to do the show, you know, but God. you kind of do have to do the show because forever she's snooky. Yeah. Um, on another note, before we leave the Jersey Shore, how happy were you two when Angelina popped up in this most recent episode? Because I was thrilled. Uh, it meant that for me personally, it meant that we were going to move on past yes, the Ronnie stuff. Exactly. A bit. So it's like introduce a new storyline. Three and a half episodes of Ronnie and the sadness of his family. Yeah. I, I, it's about as much as I can handle. So I, I enjoyed it. I was pretty thrown, thwarted, thrown by, thrown. by the uh, fact that she immediately went for the jugular of Jay. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, because so it's, she's uh, what they call thirsty or trying yeah, too hard. She is thirsty. <laughs> and I wonder if, you know, she must've not liked what, the first uh, or that hadn't come out yet I while they were filming i had it had but well, she was towards yeah, that's the end something of it. they that uh nicole describes because you have to understand while we were f- filming this yeah and that whole thing with jen and uh ron in the hotel room well that was airing yeah 
with the with the French fries. French fries. Yeah. So that had just she had just seen all that. Yeah. So that's why everything was really heightened. Super heightened. Them. Also, apparently, her dog drowned in a pool that day. As and well. Ronnie oh. had it cremated before Jen could see the dead dog. Yeah. There's a lot of weird Foul play. dog stuff going on there, and we don't know exactly. Wh- and they're not bringing it up on MTV for some reason. Right. Yeah. Um. But yes, when Angelina showed up, uh, I can't tell whether or not the Angelina episode had aired already by the time she shows up in part two. Does she see how she came off on part one yet? Yes, because she had posted that thing that said uh, Jersey War, right? Being like promoting the fact that she was going to be on the show that night. So it's like tune in tonight. I'm going to be on the Jersey Shore or something, and it's like the, you could see the blah blah blah. Anyway, so yes, she had already aired. Okay. Um, yeah, she, I just feel like, I, I don't know what Wow has done to her really than other than be kind of shady to her because she's clearly doesn't want her to be a part of this show. And it seems like either Angelina is incredibly upset about that or she realizes that she's got to be more of a this shit stirrer. Is, this to, is to her one on chance to make yeah. some bucks. And... So she's going to go for it. She's going to be the but old Angelina. But I, you know, I really wasn't happy to see her come back. I understand why they need her, mm-hmm. especially in Vegas. They're down Dina and mm-hmm. they're down Sammy and they need some more female. Yeah, especially uh, if they're just going to be staring at each other in a but room. But that whole incident in the car where she had the accident in her pants really upset me to the core. <laughs> Why? And not because I think she's gross or anything like that. I just felt so bad for her. Like, I thought this was going to, like, take her down. Yeah. Like, we were going to see her spiral and become a drug addict and eventually commit suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, because if that was me, that's exactly how my life would go her afterwards. Whole la- her whole life but flashed before your eyes. But she seems to be hanging on and pulling herself out of that situation. I give her credit for that. So the- Well, that was clearly a bit. <laughs> What happened in the car? That was a bit. You think it was on purpose? No, it was. She was exaggerating something that happened for laughs because then everyone's laughing. Could that be funny? And then because it clearly was funny. Everyone, if you watch that scene, everyone is laughing. They're all laughing. And then when she's back at the house, she was like, "I was just doing that because we were all laughing." She made it worse. She's just trying to be a joker and like have people have fun around her so that it's not a doom and gloom situation every time she shows up. But then she just kept she held on to the bit and kept exaggerating it, and then it blew up in her face. Yeah. But Mm. in the car, it was fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm starting to think that that was that was where it all went wrong. I mean, I give her a lot of respect for handling the way it's she true. is. She's strong. She is. She must yeah. be. I mean, to keep coming back into this. Can you imagine getting your ass kicked like this and to keep coming yeah. back into this thing? It's yeah. that is it takes a, either a strong person or somebody who's not all there. So mm-hmm. we'll no, figure. She's on a redemption cycle. She has so. something to prove. <laughs> Nothing motivates people more than wanting to prove yourself. Um. Well, from one. Um, uh, spiral to the next. Let's talk about the reunion of the Real Housewives of New York City. Uh, it was a three-parter. Um, it was epic, uh, in my opinion. This one, there's been so many. This is the 10th reunion that they've done, and there's been so many that are yelly and screamy, but a lot of them do seem like they're just perpetuating storylines that are on the show and kind of giving a nice cap to the season. In my opinion, in this one, this is the first season in which people are like, I'm kind of through with talking about this bullshit, and uh, and it felt real. You saw the dark side of everybody this season, yeah. and it was amplified at the reunion. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, I'm not a watcher of the show, um, but I did watch like little snippets of the reunion, and I found it 
fascinating that they were all dressed in white. They were all coming, yeah, yeah, with this like white, this like do that. They kind of try and do like a color palette. Oh, it's interesting that they went for like a pure, innocent color palette when this was the darkest of the reunions. It was a. I mean, it might not be the darkest reunion of all because a lot of them revolve around somebody like spiraling out on drugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Even though that actually happened in this one. But um, it was uh, relationship-wise and, like, just people being, I don't know. Well, let's just talk well, about it Well, I have to say bit. that um, I want to start off by saying that I think I'm going to be done with the whole Housewives. Wow. wow. I wow. think I've hit the wall. And I think it just makes me feel bad after I watch it now. Wow. And after watching this reunion, it was, I mean, New York was my last one that I was holding on to. And now it's just like... I can't. I just yeah. feel bad afterwards. Is it just like the emotional distress you feel? Like I you're feel bad. It? I feel embarrassed that they're representing uh, middle-aged women that way, yeah. and how non-supportive they are of each other. I don't think any of them really. They're all jealous of each other, but I really don't think they're really friends off camera. Maybe, maybe there was a friendship between Carol and Bethany at one time, and that's why everybody's harping on it because that was a real friendship i'm not too sure about um luann and uh dorinda dorinda if they were i think they were friends i guess i can't really tell i don't think have anything to do with each other when they're not filming it's interesting because carol seems to in these re in this three-part reunion she seemed to try to do her best to try to tell the audience what you're saying right now without actually saying Listen, I know these people because we're on the same cast of The Real Housewives. Other than that, I got no attachment to these people. And so if you see me upset or not talking to somebody, it shouldn't shock you because we're really not friends like that. But you can't really say that. You can't say, listen, I'm only doing, I'm only talking to you and it only looks like we're friends because we're on a TV show. Mm -hmm. Carol desperately wants to say that into the point where she's there. That's what she's trying to tell Bethany. Like, Bethany, you're pretending as if we're these close friends, but no, we are TV friends. And then you're actually telling me that uh, I'm friends with Tinsley. I'm not even friends with Tinsley like that. I'm only TV. And and Tinsley seems like she's thrown by this as well. She didn't realize that they were just TV friends. But that upset me the most is is Carol ups Carol upset me the most in that because she seemed to have thrown in the towel and then since then she said she's done she's not coming back mm-hmm. for her next season I and don't she blame her I mean it seems kind of tough uh, where do you fall on uh, now that it's all over where do you fall on on Carol and Bethany what what, what this seemed to be the major storyline I have some notes on that let's see for time. all right I think it sort of was all in bethany's lap Mm -hmm. and i thought too much about it probably because i was taking notes but i think bethany really doesn't have a family first of all she doesn't have a mother figure she has no sisters cousins whatever and i think she was kind of projecting all that on carol i think they were a little close i think she felt like carol was a sort of like a sister to her and then came that summer where I think she got a little over her head. I mean, she had her own business, but then she started the relief efforts. And then she was going through this horrible custody battle with her ex and om- like almost lost uh, custody of, not or the 50-50 custody she had of her child. So that's a lot. Yeah. So I think she was hoping Carol would be more there for her. 
and she wasn't. And then that all stemmed from that. But she should know that Carol was never that type of person. You know, she made it clear she wasn't a hugger. She's not an emotional person. So she was kind of trying to force Carol to be her sister or family. I mean, I feel sorry for her. She talks to her limo driver like he's her father. What's that guy's name? Mike Fred or something? Yeah. And it was around the hall. All that texting they were talking about uh, where Bethany sent a thousand texts and Carol couldn't didn't want to do it anymore and said let's just meet in person that was all like on christmas eve or something yeah because they had mentioned so she was really feeling it you know maybe she didn't have her kid maybe yeah that night and god sometimes reality tv is a bummer i'm like i'm thinking too much about (laughs) bethany right here oh no wait a minute just because you had to do this podcast i don't want that to ruin we need you for season 11 well this happened to our past guest natasha vane blot um Vain Blatt. Oh, God. I think it's like Ink Blot. Yeah. So <laughs> she stopped listening because. <laughs> you know what? For you somebody's had this name. exact conversation. Yeah. And also, this is maybe the fourth time you've brought her full name up on this podcast since we had her on the show. Just yeah. say my friend Natasha. Guys, if you listen to every episode, if every anybody ever asks, uh, what Natasha is she talking about? Listen to the episode in which we watched Unveiled. Okay. That's the Natasha. I did bring her up last week. You did. And you, and you said her last name again. I don't know why you need to throw her last name in there just say natasha i'm just like testing myself to see if i can do it and i fail every time because now i'm getting confused i'd like to correct you but i can't anymore anyway the point of me bringing her up was that she was watching the real housewives and then she had to stop because she was having nightmares about it like she would be like in their drama and it was like too much negative emotion that she felt like was being put on her so where who who is do you, you're? I guess you're saying it's Carol's fault that they're not. I don't but, think it's but, Carol's fault. I think Bethany was just expecting too much from Carol, and she got overwhelmed and pulled back. And she had her own thing with the marathon. And by the way, she only ran half the marathon. Yeah, half marathon. <laughs> they mentioned that like once. Yeah, like she did not run the 24 miles. She ran like 13 or 12 and a half miles. Okay, a couple of Carol questions. Number one, do you think she was really offended by that uh, thing that um, Bethany said about her ex boyfriend about how he wanted money? She was embarrassed. She was embarrassed. And did she like that guy? Creepy. I think they're friends, and she's kind of an upstanding person. She doesn't want to make anybody look bad and maybe ruin his his business or whatever on her reality show. Yeah. Number, so she was pissed about that. Number two, do you think that she is um, trying to act younger than her age? Oh, they all it, are. Obviously. Exactly. They they are all. But is she embarrassing herself? Because I feel like Bethany is trying to embarrass her throughout the season by calling out the fact that she's trying to act younger than she is. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, are you, when you see Carol, are you like, oh, come on, Carol, act your age? Or do you feel like she looks good? I think she's a, doing a little bit of that. I mean, in yeah. the beginning, she was more like bohemian and sort of not a lot of makeup and really cool and just jeans and a white T-shirt. And now she's sort of the opposite. She's doing a bit too much. Yeah. Can okay. you give me an example of Carol doing that and Bethany trying to embarrass her? Uh, just during arguments, uh, um, Bethany's just saying, you know, you're 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 55, but you're trying to act 25 or stuff like that. Yeah, huh. and she called her out on that on the reunion and said you were age shaming me. Yeah, What's the word yeah, for a- it? ageist. That's ageist. Ageism. Something. There's like a word for it. I forgot. Um. Okay. So, and then uh, what was the other question I wanted to ask you about Carol? Oh, um, do you feel like uh, Carol is? 
acts as if she's maybe too good to be on these shows. That's my opinion on her. I feel like she doesn't yeah, allow she's herself. A, she thinks of herself as a journalist, and right. she is a journalist. I don't want to take that away from her. And I think that's a journalist mentality. Like, yeah. this is But why do the fluffy. show for so many years? She explained that um, she was actually being interviewed by um, that medium to the Hollywood medium. Oh, that oh, guy? Yeah. She was on his show. Yeah. And she did explain why. Oh, it was. Okay, so her cousin was John F. Kennedy Jr.'s mm-hmm. wife who went down in the plane. Yeah. Oh. So apparently... She did it for her. I forget. Some kind of weird. Anyway, she she came through the cousin on the medium thing. Yeah. And said, "I'm so glad you did the show or whatever." Like it was something she thought the cousin would wow. want her to do. So a ghost. I don't know. What? A ghost is why she's she been just on wanted show for to so long. do something that made her feel uncomfortable. Right. Okay. Why not just say you want to be on TV instead of blaming I it on your know. dead yeah, cousin? <laughs> So okay, that is, that is such a that is such a stretch. And and finally, as far as and we can sort of put this relationship to bed as they did, it seems. Um, Bethany, do you think that Bethany is is trying to build a quote unquote narrative for what's actually going on? Whose narrative is closer, at least on the reunion, to what actually is going on? Is it Bethany saying that Carol's pulled away from me? I don't know why. I've just been nice to you, or is it Carol? Is Carol's narrative the one that's correct, which is you're pretending as if we were closer than we are. You're making it seem like I've hurt you in some way when really just chill out. We're just some some people go up, some people go down. And right now we're down. But yeah, I think I think Carol's is, although mm-hmm. I find some fault in in a lot of what she did with the relationship. But I think she just felt like, like she said, like she was being like in an abusive relationship Mm. where this person just wanted so much from her and she couldn't give it. And the more she couldn't give what she wanted, the more verbally abusive the other person became. Yeah. And it just spiraled and she didn't know how to fix it. And when she thought it was fixed, it would only get worse. Yeah. So I think she was kind of blindsided and I think she was hurt by a lot of the stuff that Bethany said in those little interviews Mm. and Mm. then it just got worse from there. Ugh, I've been in friendships like that. That's awful. Yeah, well, when she was showing the text, that's crazy the amount of text that Bethany was sending her. Over what? What? Why? Why was she doing that? Well, it started out with, I miss our friend. It was like around the holidays, Christmas Eve or something. I miss you and sent a picture of the two of them together and then Carol didn't respond right away. And then she just a barrage of, like, you know. I do everything for you. Yeah, like, why are you, you know, just accusing her of being not a good friend. Oh. Um, I think Carol said she was boarding a plane. So when she got off, she saw, like, 20,000 text messages. Yeah. And so that's when she responded, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Which I think she meant a lot of text messages. Yeah. Where Bethany's like, that's your response is, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. I just poured my heart out to you. I mean, it's, so it was miscommunication, literally. Yeah. Wow. You know. And they were literally shoving phones in each other's faces. Yeah, and showing um, the Showing text. the texts. Because then there were other texts in, with Be- in which like, Bethany said. She was like, and this is the point where I boarded the plane and I yeah. didn't see these texts. It was a lot. <laughs> I could never be on this show. I would just be like, you need to chill. Like, relax. Go live your life. Get a hobby. Let's quit the show together. That's what I would do. Yeah, but then that's guys, that's not no good TV. Yeah, <laughs> note the producers. Don't. I don't. would watch you, but I don't think anybody else. Would. No, just you. Uh, okay, so let's move on from that. I want to. I want to talk a little bit about the Dorinda and Luann situation. 
Yeah, that's another thing that made me really sad. Yeah. So so um, to fill everybody in, uh, mostly Ashley, uh, Dorinda, um, Luann, uh, let's talk about her. I mean, she had high-profile arrest down mm-hmm. in uh, Florida. Yeah, she walked into the wrong room. Walked into the wrong room. She comes back on this season. It's kind of like a big redemption for Luann. She had gone to rehab. She's doing yoga. Honestly, she looks much she younger. Looks great. And she sounds great. Um, and through this, she has a great sense of humor about what's going on. She starts a cabaret show in which she's singing and dancing. Oh, she came to our neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. No, no, she did not. Oh. Uh, that was, um, that was uh, Sonia. Sonia. And oh. Sonia was just going to House of Yes to, to watch gay guys uh, swing around with glitter. Okay. Um, but it seems from the... I've never been in House of oh, Yes. But we know people promos. who've done the cabaret show. Um, how, do we? Who? Yeah, Kat Cohen, Catherine oh. Cohen has done it. Oh, okay. So she. Oh, she has a lot of special guests. Yeah, yeah, she has special guests, and we at the actually the finale of the season was the first cabaret show, mm-hmm. um, with Rachel Dratch. With Rachel yeah. Dratch was involved. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And her and the it seems like the the people who are producing it or, or writing the music are like big like yeah Broadway 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 people people. Seems like a fun show. It was a hit. She toured around with it. A lot of fun. Um, Dorinda, close friends with Luann coming into the season, apparently was one of the only people who were really reaching out to her and calling her during all of this. I, I, I They have a falling out at, at, at some point in this show in which Dorinda, who also likes to drink quite a bit, who had already previously been called out in this season by Bethany, um, for being too drunk at like a business meeting, the charity yeah. thing. The charity oh, thing. God, it's funny how much I know for someone who doesn't watch the well, show. Well, we probably mm-hmm. talked about it the first time Mom was on at the beginning of the Real Housewives. Yeah, season. because I used to work for the Red Cross, and that hit home for me too. Because the people are always coming for me about Haiti relief, and where's the money going, and how come there's still this, and how come nobody's got this, and da da da. da. So she was doing that to this friend of Bethany, who was a relief. Yeah, he said actually things are getting a lot better in Haiti and children are going to college and she was like they're not going to college who the hell do you think you are you're lying or something yeah. like that and she had had like probably a bottle of wine before <laughs> she showed up to this thing and Bethy's like why would he lie to you Dorinda yeah. this is his job and Dorinda oh also is God. like not part of the relief she's just there as Bethany's friend to come help out this one time uh, in Puerto Rico anyway Bethany gives her an ultimatum basically says like you got to shape up or you're not coming with me I don't want to bring you so she understands Dorinda, and then she kind of gets it together, and they go, and they have a very nice experience. It was a, it was a nice episode. Later in the season, um, Dorinda's drinking continues. She That's her storyline. She gets dr- too drunk at uh, events that they go to. And she, even though everybody's drunk, she's visibly drunk. She's slurry. And, you and, can't and, understand what And it's saying. a joke because they put mm-hmm. subtitles under her, and that's kind of like they put kind of goofy music and subtitles under her talking and making a montage. and it's mixing she, with she the could, alcohol? She could be. She there could was be. a reference a couple of reunions ago how she was really, her and her boyfriend did a lot of drugs. Yeah. Remember? Allegedly, her and her boyfriend maybe were on cocaine sometimes. God, who's doing cocaine in their 50s? It's, it is it is odd. It is odd. So, uh, but we know who knows if that's the case. It looks to me less like cocaine and more like um, a person who maybe is on prescription stuff. Yeah, even if she's on an antidepressant. Or it could be just that they're all starving themselves while they're being yeah. filmed. Or, so. or they also could have had a bottle of wine before they showed yeah, up like to the Snooki shoot. Like Snooki in the bathroom. Like You're Snooki right. in the bathroom. Never so, thought of that. Because you never, they show up, they have like two glasses of wine, and all of a sudden drunk. they're like stabbing each other yeah. in the hand with knives. Right. What? <laughs> Dorinda stabbed her own hand with a knife last season. So, um, <laughs> Dorinda was my favorite going into this season and she took a turn for me this season. Now, 
she and Luann are out. Luann is not being a jerk about it, but she's sober. And she kind of looks over yeah, at Dorinda. She called her out on how much she was drinking at a dinner. And, and called her out, but called her out in a way that is like, Dorinda, you're starting to turn. Which is something that she does, where it's just like she has a couple glasses of wine, she's fine. She has the next glass of wine, and all of a sudden her eyes are not there. And she kind of turns into sort of an eat, and she starts saying crazy things. Yeah. Dorinda took this too hard and it hurt her and she started calling Luann out for at like, least I don't, you? at least I didn't get arrested and meanwhile this is the person shot. that's supposed to be in her corner the most totally said well, I don't got a mug shot and you're the one and I don't have a problem very defensive over that it stuff was horrible it was really tough Luann removes herself this becomes meanwhile on the other end of the table is Carol and Bethany like crying yeah. having Jeez. this argument it's like two arguments on is this while the, is this while the boat is sinking this no, is the, the on the trip that the boat the was boat. Uh, this yeah, is the dinner before the I meant metaphorically before. but you know this what? was right before that so then Horrible. later the finale of the show is is Luann does her entire her uh, cabaret show all the women come it's a re- it's a great success but Dorinda had given um Luann had showed her 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 designer to help her get outfitted for all her dresses, which is Giovanni is the designer. And she was so mad at uh, Luann for not telling everybody that Giovanni was her suggestion and also upset with her about calling her out for drinking. She started heckling. Actually, that's not. True, well, well but exp- explain. it's kind of boring. You're getting too into the. Well, she didn't invite her boyfriend to the cabaret. Oh, that's what it was. But she invited Tinsley. She boyfriend. got she got offended that Dorinda didn't have her boyfriend invited to the thing. And I'm then, sure all that other stuff was part of. Yeah, that it was really. She was already upset with her during the performance in this cabaret. Not a huge room, and they're sitting front and center when uh, uh, Luann's coming out and she's talking and she's doing her show. Dorinda's just yelling out, Giovanni, just screaming and heckling Giovanni, the name of the designer that she's hooked her up with. And it's it's the entire episode is just her screaming Giovanni. Anyway, cut to the reunion. And of course, they show Dorinda taking every time they've put the camera on Dorinda, she's taking a <laughs> yeah. swig oh of her God. drink. Yeah. It could be the same swig, yeah. but they just have to show her constantly drinking. So, These people need celebrity rehab. <laughs> Luann doesn't make it to the reunion. Because she has to go back to rehab. So she's not at the reunion. Luann, the one that... Luann, who got arrested. And, oh, and she had to go to rehab to, again. And she couldn't make it to the reunion. Damn. But they talked about it a little bit. And honestly, I think all of these other storylines got a little more evil and dark because they had to spend too much time on them because it would have been mostly talking about Luann and her redemption right. if she was there. But they couldn't talk to her. Wow. So they had to give... Um, Andy had to give more air to the uh, other things, which were, you know, a little more petty than all of this stuff. So cut to this. The reason I explain all of this to you, Andy finally talks to Dorinda. Yes. And goes, hey, Dorinda, you know, you're basically saying you're sober now, right now at this moment. Um, How do you feel about what you did with Luann and calling her out? She doesn't back down one stitch on calling her out for getting arrested. No, well, her her argument is that she had been a great friend to Luann throughout the whole incident. And Luann would call her in the middle of the night from rehab and she had a special ring for Luann. So she made sure she picked up every time she called and she almost got arrested for her, which they didn't explain what that was about. But my theory is that she was very supportive of Luann throughout this whole rehab and drinking because 
it's like she thinks that could be her someday. Right. Yeah. She's relating to it way too closely. Mm. And on the back of her head, she's probably saying, if this ever happens to me, I hope I have a friend like me that'll be mm. there like I'm mm. being for Luann. Interesting. It's not because they're the best of friends. She's just the one that could relate to her situation yeah. the closest. Right. That's yeah. my theory. No, That's I mean, I could see her and John flipping out one night and the cops get called and then they just have to take her in because it's a domestic dispute. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden she now has she's the third cast member to have a uh, a mugshot. Um, so, OK, so what about the fact I, I found Dorinda not being able to apologize for absolutely anything until the very end? All of a sudden, she'd started to say, like, I actually think that me and Luann are going to be friends again. Yes, but I watched Watch What Happened Live. Yeah. And they had Luann on. Yeah. And she had just watched the reunion. And she said, never, never going to happen. Oh, interesting. She's not interested in ever being friends wow. with Dorinda yeah. again. I didn't. I found Dorinda not being able to apologize for any of this stuff to be, I don't know, really tough. I, I, I didn't. I It made me not like well, her. Well, I mean, I don't want to be a shamer but she does i think have a problem with drinking yeah i'm not saying she's an alcoholic but uh she's in complete denial yeah so if she accepts any blame then she has to admit that yeah she has right. a drinking problem. that's true that's the first step to admitting she has a drinking problem and they asked her I mean, andy asked her if she thinks she has a drinking problem what do you remember what her answer was did you take she a said, note no absolutely not <laughs> And and isn't it it's interesting to be able to de- deny that. Well, she said that she was going through some kind of emotional turmoil and she was turning to wine more than usual. Yeah. I don't know, something about empty nest or whatever. She's kind of crazy, but yeah, um, her daughter went to college. Yeah, so now her she... husband died a million years ago oh, right, and she's yeah. still reeling from that. Yeah. And um what did she say? Oh, and she had explained that to Bethany on the plane after she had that outburst with the relief people at dinner but so and so that's why she's working out now and trying to be healthier and taking care of herself yeah because i don't know she's on instagram working out that equinox thing four days a week equinox she's at equinox i just i find i i'm just disappointed in how dorinda has turned out a little bit she kind of Bought into her own stuff yeah, a little bit. Yeah, what would have hurt if she just admitted, yeah, I think I was drinking too much. Yeah. Or probably shouldn't or, have drank that. She could have just said that. I probably shouldn't have screamed out during Luann's show for an entire yeah. hour uh, and trying to sort of uh, gain a, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what she was trying to do. I guess just she was raging at her. Yeah. I mean, if you're slurring your words, you can just be like, I probably shouldn't drink so much to yeah. the point oh, where that's I'm slurring my she words. Said she's a lightweight and she gets totally drunk after two drinks yeah now every episode she's like polishing off martinis and then she goes to margaritas and then yeah. you see her with a glass of wine there's not two drinks yeah she's it's really in denial it's odd it's it's odd and that part got me a little sad it started to uh butt up against sort of kim richards style mm-hmm. stuff where we're all seeing this weird well, i hope she does get healthy yeah and some people don't need rehab and she might be able to do it on her own i'm just but... so, i'm surprised that being being seeing this stuff on tv i know and being able to deny it in that way to me I mean, is her, like the first episode she had to be taken home from her own uh, halloween party because yeah. she was too drunk it's weird it's that weird. was the first episode coming in to... after last season her being drunk during the whole thing and it was like the first time the first season she was on she kind of got drunk the second season she was on it was like starting to be a joke the third season on we we're like oh man her whole thing is that she's a big drunk and now this season is sad it's like i don't want to see what happens next season i'd like right. her to turn this ship around a little bit because 
last year she was my favorite housewife out of all of the uh, seasons that I watched. She was funny to me. Mm-hmm. I thought she was funny. She had funny catchphrases. I liked the way she act, acted in public. You know, she got involved she in stuff. She was probably but... fine before she got on the show. I'm telling you, yeah. these shows just... It, they could be toxic. Or doomsday for yeah. some people. Now, uh, that's kind of the meat of what these reunions were. And, and that kind of brings up the final point in... Man, how do you think Ramona, Sonia, and Tinsley feel about this season? They really weren't used at all. Yeah, Tin- poor Tinsley. Although T- she comes out smelling like a flower, like yeah. the most normal person yeah. out of all of them. And um, Ramona, did you did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Where they zoomed in on her eyes at one point, and they were like really weird, like a shark eyes, and one was facing one way, and one was facing... <laughs> I, gotta- I don't know if I saw that part. <laughs> yeah, like one was going... like opposite cross-eyed and there were different colors and glazed when they were talking about the boat incident i guess she maybe she had been in the moment and yeah back memories but oh my god her eyes look so what do you think is going on there alien oh and then the beginning where she makes everybody switch couches because she has a big bruise on the right oh yeah i want to know what that bruise was from yeah (laughs) so they make every there's a couple of couch switches also in the third one one, when she was she wasn't talked to for about an entire reunion episode and she just steps stands up and starts pounding out a cramp on her leg (laughs) and then tells andy that she did spin today and she hadn't done spin for that long in a while so she's got cramps like in the middle of the reunion she She just stood up all the time and got cramps and i wonder if that was her having a cramp or her being like no one's talking to me right, right now i need to what stand about up. sonia nobody talked to <gasps> sonia oh didn't and say how anything. dismissive how mean is dorinda to sonia all the time yeah oh sonia the crest and all that stuff yeah yes. like, it's so and weird then even at the reunion sonia said one little thing and she attacked her like shut up keep your mouth shut sonia yeah yeah oh my god it's like this witch came out of dorinda and, as- and correct me if i'm wrong dorinda was brought in by sonia onto Maybe, the show i, I believe that was the link to the real housewives was Sonia they were friends that whole weird thing where she's um her ex-husband left her and then so she's using her ex-husband's last name and crest uh for to sell products and Dorinda calling her out on it it's like I understand yes if you were to ask me that it was silly it, but yeah just it's like why do it's just like, have so, like who cares yeah. what how is that hurting you let her have her rest <laughs> yeah i felt bad for R- ramona and sonia and everybody sort of feels like they can just be as mean as shit to sonia yeah she'll take it like even the drunk thing there was a whole season everybody was calling her a drunk and i know nobody cared yeah and are, now they're saying that nobody can call Dorinda drunk because it's mean to do that on television. Well, you did it to Sonya. Yeah. But Sonya took it yeah. like a champ. She's like, you're right. I'm going to stop drinking. And then for like an entire season, she pretended as if she wasn't drinking. Yeah. She's like, not for me. I'm well, not drinking. whatever. She's not. You know. Occasionally she'll. But she really, nobody, I mean, they talked about it a little bit, and I understand Andy's not going to harp on the positives on these reunions. That's not exactly why people tune in. But, I mean, the turnaround on Sonia's life for from the last season of this season, she was, you know, two seasons ago, she was an alcoholic. Last season, she was trying to get it together, and then the Morgan Manor was falling apart, mm-hmm. and this and that, and she's, everybody, you know, she's fighting with Ramona, fighting with Bethany last season. She turns it all the way around. She's finally not the person that's a total mess. A lot of other people are total messes. She seems to be able to get it together on camera. Um, she finally gets the, you know, $3,800 a month for her I Morgan know, Manor. I mean, that's, that's awesome. 32,000 a month for her Upper East Side. She's renting it out. 
I wonder if it was promoted as you can live in the Morgan Manor. Yeah, I'm sure the fact that you yeah. know some like rich her family's guy, J.P. Morgan, right? Yeah, that, yeah. And, and plus, she's on a reality. But like, show. it's also the house was like a character for the very early right. seasons, especially when Luann was living in the top floor, yeah. and then Tinsley. I mean, people will talk about her. She's a pack rat, and yeah, she who finally knows those people are probably doing tours. And yeah, exactly. 24. I mean, also, but if you're like a rich eccentric man or yeah. woman in in the in the city who's like, I need a cool place to live, like. Be fun to like be able to throw parties yeah. in like Sonia's house. I you have know? no concept of money. The idea that someone could, you could pay thirty two thousand dollars in Bangor, New Jersey for thirty two thousand. It is crazy <laughs> that you would pay that much in rent. It is crazy, but. Maybe there's 25 people living in the house, too. You yeah. never know. There's like five floors and 10 bedrooms. Well, she's and renting, and I don't think she'd rent to 25 people. Um, maybe. Who knows? We'll have to find out. Maybe we could sublet yeah. one of those rooms and do an episode from it. <laughs> but I feel bad because she had such a redemption in my eyes, and she looks great. And I she's, just don't and, understand. And nobody cares. Yeah, why do they treat her so badly? Like, I really... is. She's so a pushover. I'm, she's a, push, a pushover. So I kind of relate to her in a way. I'm sort of like Sonya. I'm not crazy or eccentric or artistic or whatever, but <laughs> I let people just sort of do that. So uh, then I was feeling bad for mm, Sonya. Interesting. I was just a very emotional during the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know who I am. I might be a Bethany. I'm the table. Although I'm not, well, I'm not six. You're, you're the table? Between them, yeah. There was no table between them. <laughs> you're Andy. I'm Andy. Uh, maybe but, I, I yeah, be in Andy. short, I mean, I stopped watching the Atlanta. It was ri- ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills gives me nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocean County, I already, Orange County, I already told you I'm out on that yeah. one. Now New York. What else? I don't like Dallas. New, oh, you yes. don't like Dallas. I don't know. I'm sort of watching. I'm not sure if I like hey, it. Hey, they were do- Leanda I, is doing b- those bowls that you and yeah. Ashley did over uh, the holidays. That last guy might have got his DS at the roundup, though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, there he's on this season. They seem to be renewing their vows. So, listen. Uh, I would go with Dallas. I don't know. I think I'm out of the whole. Wow. I don't think I can do it Interesting. anymore. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's been a I wild if, ride. I wonder if a lot of people feel like What I happens do. when New Jersey comes back, if it ever comes I back? I never like New Jersey. Yeah, okay. I don't know why. It's depressing. I don't even know why I threw that out there. That's probably yeah. one of the more depressing I did seasons. not relate to them at all. Although, northern New Jersey is like a whole other state than where I'm living right That's now. That's true. That is it's true. It's like you're two different states. Uh, what, what, have, you, have you thought about maybe just going to sticking with Vanderpump Rules? I kind of like that. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. I got to find some below new deck. Shows. Below deck, I don't <laughs> like too much either. I don't know. I think I'm the shots of sunset. Done with reality TV. Wow. Whoa. Really this is big. Well, yeah. you know what, guys? I think it was a uh, you know this was a very informative episode. It was uh it was good to catch up uh, to see what mom was doing as far as her reality goes. Uh, it is sad. Personally, for me to hear that you might be out on reality. Maybe I just need a break. You may need a break. Take a month off. A little rehab from reality TV. You let us long. know what's yeah. going on. If something catches your eye, maybe we'll do, a re- well, we'll do another I do episode. T- yeah, I do have an addictive personality, and now I'm into podcasts, and mm-hmm. that's my thing that I do Get all the time. Get into Masterpiece Theater. You know, watch yeah, some something. Jane Austen remakes, yeah. and then come back to reality yeah. TV. Guys, that was the show. Uh, I'd like to thank Donna for coming on the show. It was very nice to have you back. Well, thank uh, you for having me. Our blowhards are going to be very happy that Donna's made her triumphant return. Um, if you are trying to email us, please find us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at realityblowspod. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. 
Um, a lot of fun stuff happening on that Instagram. Show up for me, baby. And as always, I hope Dorinda gets it together. And also Luann. <laughs>